What's up, boys? All right, we're back, baby. What's up, in the y'all? He's going to start every episode saying, we're back, baby. He's done that for the past three. Oh, dude. Hey, we're back every we Friday. Back. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> we're, we're back here again. I think, well, last time it was a Saturday, and it yeah. was, uh, we had beanies on. It was pretty cold. Yeah, okay. and we were complaining um, about how the weather was so cold and miserable that Saturday. This was pre- This was pre-snowpocalypse. Yeah. Oh, we were going to try yeah. to record Friday night. Had some uh, things pop up, so we recorded Saturday morning. We both walked in. It was freezing. And we're like, oh, you know, it's just going to be cold for the, the weekend. Yeah. We didn't know that all hell was going to break loose. Yeah. Speaking of all hell breaking loose, next to me we got our boy Zach Sagay. Hello, Ooh. hello, hello. Give, give the, the, the watchers, the viewers, the listeners a little quick intro on yourself. Ah, oh, quick intro. Well, this is my second time on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's, yes. uh, it's really good to be back with you guys. Um, you know, a local Guy Talk member, founding member. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, I'm a realtor here in town, big into fitness, movement. Uh, I'm also an aspiring yoga teacher. Oh, that's right. That's right. You've been wearing that for a while, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd say pretty much my my purpose in life is just to help people level up, whether that's in the physical realm, getting this guy a place to live, uh, you know, yoga, more spiritual movement related um but yeah just like to mix it up yeah and i want to give i want to give zach a shout out to our listeners recently zach was on a someone on a facebook page and he crushed it and is crushing it currently at your job man tell us a little bit about that you 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 hit some numbers and and kind of went off this year huh? yeah no so uh funny story is that i so i switched brokerages last year you know the story so will used to work for a company that sold uh, stone countertops yep. and he came in contact with my boss and Will was like this guy's this guy's awesome. This he had a dope, he had a bun B poster <laughs> in his office and uh, I was I was thinking about switching bro- brokerages at the time and then uh, decided to give it a shot and instantly just had a good feeling about it. Um, he had a lot more experience than I did and his big philosophy was ask a lot of questions. Yep. I will support you, you know, because I'm I'm still newer in this game. You know, oh, I'll be sure. honest, I'm still newer in the game. But um, having that support and and having the freedom to ask as many questions mm-hmm. as possible um, has made it an awesome year. So yeah, uh, yeah, capped on commissions, uh, way overshot, almost doubled my goal. So I realized Ooh, I need I need what? to shoot higher. Yep. All thanks to the big big condo purchase that he he hooked me up with. That was it. That was it. <laughs> Mine was probably the smallest deal he's ever done. <laughs> I re- I actually retired after your good. deal. Let's good. go, dude. Yeah. Good. You're welcome. I mean, this, this guy just he rolled up in a Rolls Royce. He have right. shoelaces on right That's now. Right. People, if you could, you yeah, hey, show your oh, shoes real quick. If you guys aren't on our YouTube channel, oh, by the way, you gotta you I got to get on it. our YouTube channel so you I can see these. Oh, look at oh, that! Man. Now he's got he's got one purple shoe on. He's got one red shoe on. <laughs> what, what did they say? Uh, woman freedom. Woman freedom. Ooh. Very proud feminist. There you go. My, my mom ladies. bought me these shoes, and I love her to death. Let's go. Oh, and I can attest to that. You got a sweet mama, dude. Yes. Uh, last year, Christmas, got to spend with this guy. Not only is he full of positivity, he's full of sweets. So he's looking thick right now. I know he's been <laughs> he in the gym, but I feel so small on this couch <laughs> every next to <laughs> Let me. Let, let <laughs> no, me you're just... supposed to stay with the three, three-way split so you don't know we're sitting next to each other. Let, me, like let a... me just tell you a quick Zach Sagay story from last Christmas. So I didn't get to go home just with some work and stuff. We didn't get a lot of days off. And, and Zach was so kind enough to kind of bring me in as, as their adopted son for the, the weekend. And uh, we go over to his mom's house and got to meet Zach's brother, who is one of the funniest dudes I think I've ever met in my life. He's, he's special. It, yeah, he's, he's a special, <laughs> special guy. Very yeah. special guy. Um, <laughs> but Zach's mom whipped up just 
insanely good food and then had all these desserts and I have never in my life, like I, I mean, I can eat and like, you know, I, I was pretty proud of myself. Not only can this man eat, when it comes to sweets, dude, insane. Like I'm talking, we don't mess around. I'm talking a plate of just like piles of sweet and everything's touching each other. It's on, I mean, it looked like shit. That's what you He just went ham, dude. The guy went ham. And so, you know, now you got all these muscles and you're thick. You're like four C's thick. You're not even three C's. Yep. You're like yep. a couple extra. Hey, uh, yep. it's good though. Look good. I was coming back from a knee injury. So yeah, I, had to, yeah. I had to put on the muscle. Pack it on, know? baby. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us real quick, just like, because, you know, I, I think it's so interesting that you had that knee injury mm-hmm. as your second knee injury. Second knee injury. I was actually injury. supposed to be there that night with you playing basketball. It's your fault. It, okay. Yeah, yeah. It is. Here we go. It, it's I your fault because, yeah. yeah, I would have had someone on my team. And I probably would have won. I would have passed it to you instead of trying to go up against you know, this big yeah, because Will Will likes to spot. He likes to spot up on three point line. Exactly, all I do. You That's know, do. yeah, he would have. You would have driven to the lane because the, the, the no, lane. the defender would have been pulled out of the lane, yes. so I could have gone in, and it would have yes. been a clear, unimpeded. Yeah. They layup. basically have to face guard Will. When, mm. when well, honestly, it too, I, I wear the leggings, the tall socks. I got the Hardens. I mean, they just you see look me. Good, and they're like, they would have pulled off you because they'd be like, okay, if he dishes this guy, I mean, it's Steph Curry. It's game over. Right, but. No, coming back from that knee injury, you what? What was the one thing you did on your birthday last year that was really cool? Coming back from that knee injury, uh, thirty-four miles this that's, year. That's right, which is the second year. But you I walked it. this so year. Last I year walked. you ran. Last year I ran. Miles. This year I walked ninety-five percent of it. I ran a little bit because it was just like this is a, this is a lot of walking. Yeah, I need to be done. <laughs> I think on the last time we'll have to we'll have to link out to the podcast you're on before, but I think you had just maybe completed your thir- uh, running 33 miles for your 33rd. I think birthday. so. I yeah. think the so. Last time we, you were on the podcast, you're the, you're the local not only positivity guy, but you're the local David Goggins here in yeah. Austin. Yeah, try hard, baby. Baby, baby Goggins, gotta eat yeah. like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> and if you guys are interested, I mean, Zach's got a, a, just a wild story. He's so vulnerable. With, like the last time he was on the podcast, sharing yeah. super low lows, um, and to, to for him to bounce back to where he is today like love him for it you know thank you man impressive guy so we probably won't get too much into that today uh because it's on the previous podcast but we'll definitely link to that yeah Yeah. go check that one out i give you you're one of the most incredible humans i know dude oh man agreed i'm I'm blushing i'm black you can't see (laughs) can't see on the tv but i am blushing it looks nice (laughs) (laughs) radiating well well, look guys i wanted uh i know last time grant and i were in here and and you know it was it was a cold saturday and and um you know i was thinking today I think we should jump in and let's talk about last week because I know last week was a massive and crazy traumatic week for the state of Texas and for the yeah. city of Austin. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would really love to kind of just dive in and you know talk about your experience, Zach, your experience, Grant. I know the two of you actually got together as well and um, and just yep. kind of run through that. And, and one big thing I want you to think of when we kind of dive into this is what do you feel like you left with coming out of last week? Like as a human, like, do you feel like you gained anything out of it? Do you think you leveled up from it? And if, you know, how so? Mm. Yeah, for you sure. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah from, from my point of view, so we were in here on Saturday and I remember specifically talking on that uh, that episode about how, you know, oh, apparently some snow is coming or something. And I'm supposed to get a space heater for my like outdoor closet because it has my washer and dryer and some pipes in there. And uh, we kind of joked about like, oh, pipes might burst. Well, yeah, it pipes <laughs> did burst, <laughs> you know, all across the state. And uh, it was it, it was wild. Um, so I remember waking up uh, about like four in the morning. I guess it would be Monday morning um, because I was, I was really cold. And I was like, what is going on? And I, and I look around and my, my everything's turned off. Everything's black. Mm. And like my alarm clock isn't even flashing. It's just off. And I was like, oh, no, already? Like this is happening. 
Um, so I went downstairs. Sure enough, the, the power was out, so it was starting to get really cold. And this, the condo that I'm in is needs a full remodel, so it has terrible insulation. Mm-hmm. So it already dropped down into the 60s, uh, like the low 60s. And I was like, this is not good at 4 a.m., you know. Um, I get on my phone. They say, basically, all the alerts say, don't worry, it's rolling blackouts. You know, 45 minutes, they'll be out, and then it'll roll somewhere else, and you'll have power again. And I was like, okay. So I, I kind of, you know, cuddle up under under the blankets again, and an hour passes, two hours. I couldn't get back to sleep. I was so cold. Uh, hours continue to pass, and I keep checking back, and they're saying, yeah, sorry, we're, we're, we're having a hard time rolling right now, you know? Yeah. And, you know, to, you know, the the next... I would say 36 hours there um, involved a lot of just me hanging out in my car. Maybe I don't even remember when I came over to your place, but uh, I, I, every, every day last week felt like Sunday to me. Yeah, every single day I was like, today's Sunday. <laughs> yeah. today is Sunday. Groundhog Day. Yeah, tomorrow I just, Sunday. I, I spent so much time out in my Jeep with my dog with the heat on. Thank God I had a full tank of gas out mm-hmm. there um, and a four wheel drive vehicle. But I was I was in the car and I remember thinking like. Like, well, this is pretty miserable, but like soon enough, the power will come back on. And then all of a sudden, I look up to my left in my neighbor's porch. They're yelling, and water's just just Mm. flowing off the porch. And I was like, oh, this is not good. Not good at all, because it's a condo. All the pipes are connected, so they had to turn off the entire building. That's when I knew we were in some real trouble at that point. I started Mm. getting a little freaked out. So that was a little, little quick intro to how I started my week. How about you, Will? Man, so I, I remember, so one, thankfully, Saturday after our podcast, I went and filled up with gas, just like nice. routine. I was low. So thankful I did that as well. Um, you know, Monday rolled around and it was pretty funny. Like you had sent a video or believe, or maybe a voice text or something in the group chat. And I was like, oh man, I was like, dude, G's been without power since 4am. Like it is pretty rough outside. I was making coffee. I had, you know, power electricity. And I remember we had a meeting starting at 9am for like our kind of global kickoff or whatever. And they, I saw a message come through, an email come through. It said, hey, it looks like a lot of people are losing power. If you lose power, like, don't worry. We're going to take care of you guys, give you free PTO, uh, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, hopefully I'm good. Not even like 15 minutes later, it was like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, here we go. And I'm like. Will saw free yeah. PTO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He pulls the plug yeah, real quick. Yeah. I went to the breaker, started slapping on it. Yeah, yeah. No. It's gone. But I was like, yeah. oh, well, you know, can't work. But uh, no, I was like, oh, oh, shit. And then, all, of course, all my neighbors, we all kind of started chatting with each other. And and I'm like, all right, well, you know, you said it was a rolling blackout. I started looking up stuff. And I know Sean had sent me some things like, hey, like, it looks like your area will get cut back on. Mm. But next thing you know, like doesn't get cut back on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, what do we got? We got food left. We got this left. And I feel like that's when that kind of like, even at the first beginning of it, you think like, oh, you'll probably get it back later. But once it got past lunchtime and then it got a little later in the afternoon, I'm like, yeah. okay, well, it looks like we're probably not getting yeah. this back on tonight. Maybe tomorrow, let's get through the night. So I, I kind of the same thing. Like it hit me really quick and I just kind of, it's like, all right, as long as I have a full tank of gas, I've got water, I've got snacks, like Ace has his stuff, like we should be good for a night, not realizing what was really going to come. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of how it hit me at first. What about you, Zach? Yeah, for me, at first it was kind of fun. Um, <laughs> and I want to apologize nice. to everyone in Austin <laughs> no, because- I'm with you on this. Well, hold on. I want to apologize to everyone in Austin. So a few months ago, my, my girlfriend's family is from Chicago area. So oh, yeah. They're well-versed in storms like this. And I said to them a couple of months ago, I was like, I really want like a real blizzard, like storm uh, here in Austin. It is. Two, okay, so I said this two months about ago. Your knee. Now it's your fault for last week. So, 100%. yeah, I, I, I definitely is, is, spoke it into fault. existence. So I want to apologize. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it started off as fun. Um, 
Like I got to run in the snow. I did a couple five mile runs in the snow and it was awesome. Uh, I've never run in the snow like that. It was almost like running in sand and, and it was like really fun. And my girlfriend was stuck on the opposite side of town. So I, you know, I kind of had some space and freedom to do what I wanted. Just me and my pup. Yep. Nice. Uh, nice. And then it started to get longer. You know, I, you know, I'm starting to see on social media, like, oh crap stuff. Shit is hitting the fan. Yeah. Cause you had full, all utility. I had everything. Yep. Yeah. I had yep. everything. And then first two buildings lost uh water in our in our complex oh wow they went water first still power though uh still power okay but the way our building works is that the heat runs through the water there's a radiator and it blows uh air over the hot water gotcha. so if you lose uh water you lose heat so um yeah so still just you know hoping for the best and everything was fine i i filled up the bathtubs just in case yep um i saw on social media thankful for social media because yeah. i saw that he was in need and i was just like dude just come on over yeah so yeah yeah Grant that changed came over. my life dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah we just had like a guy's week um i think that definitely helped me from losing my mind and going yeah. crazy uh but i do feel like i was in like a traumatic stress response for almost the whole week yeah mm -hmm. and it wasn't until like everything stopped that i was like oh shit i am like I'm like wired, yeah. you know, and I think it was from what's go from what was going on, and then also uh, consuming a lot on social media because it's like I can you can deal with your own stuff, but when yeah. you're dealing with your own stuff, and then everyone else collectively, the shit that they're dealing with um, can be a little overwhelming. For sure, yeah. I I remember sitting in that Jeep, and I kind of felt like a news reporter at first, like oh this is kind of new and exciting. I'm like sending out like uh, Instagram update videos to family and friends that aren't in Texas. Because obviously everybody in Texas was doing the same thing I was doing, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then you know, like like Will mentioned, you know, like like noon comes and you're like, okay, like you know, the 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 alerts say maybe this afternoon we'll be back with power. Mm -hmm. And then you know, mid afternoon rolls around, and all of a sudden you start to think like, man, like the sun's going down here in a couple hours, and yeah. that's gonna be a real problem, you know, because you guys all know, like when the Texas sun goes down, it it drops dramatically. Temperature does already. And so I started to get pretty worried because I would pop up to my, my condo every every hour or so from the Jeep and just to see how things were going up there. And it was it was really cold. We had, by this point, we were down to the 50s in just a matter of like 12 hours. And so mm -hmm. I knew if I tried to stay there overnight, like there was no way that this place is staying insulated. Me and Wrangler would be miserable or worse. Yeah. Uh, so when Zach hit me up and, and you know slid in my DMs, uh, oh, yeah. like shot all great, all great, all great weeks start when someone slides <laughs> in your DMs. And uh, yeah, he, he said, he said, hey man, if you need a place to, to come, like come on down. And I was like, I hate asking for help. And oh, yeah. so I wouldn't have asked for help, but the fact that you offered, mm -hmm. I was like, Man, I may take you up on that, and I may come earlier than than you know I, I need to. And so you said, yeah, dude, come on down, and yeah, we, we'll definitely talk about like the week and everything. But that I appreciate you so much for mm. reaching out because I think a lot of us think in general in life that oh, if they need help, they'll ask. You know, they'll, they'll you know I'm I'm here, I'm here to help. They'll ask if they need it, but I wasn't gonna do that. And mm. so for you to reach out was huge, man. You saved me for sure, and Wrangler. Yeah, no, and and. And you, I know you both asked me to come, but my floor parking lot was uh, was definitely like where the Detroit Red Wings could have played. I mean, it was like <laughs> yeah. a, a sheet of ice. But I think the the one thing that was so nice for me is I finally got to meet a lot of my neighbors, mm. and everyone's coming together like, hey, like um, my neighbor below me, Eric, who is like a freaking mountain man. Thank God for my neighbor Eric, because this dude not only has this badass truck, 
he, I mean, he was loving it. He was like wanting to sleep outside in it. Like him and his dog Bailey are like He's been just, waiting for this. They, oh, he loves this stuff. His brother's like an ex Navy SEAL, mm-hmm. still a contract dude. Like he's just a badass human being. And he's like, oh man, I got a, I got a, what is it, a, a gas stove. He, he's like, bring down some eggs. Like, what, like then, camping, like pro, yeah, little, like propane, propane ones. Yeah. But it was really cool because like he invited me. I got to meet my neighbor Mike, who's a former professional baseball player. I got to meet another neighbor, Victoria. Just meeting all these people. And everybody was coming together and like mm-hmm. warming up coffee, sharing eggs, sharing bacon. Um, but it was crazy because that first night we were all like in our cars, kind of. Everybody was like, you know, still starting to survivor mode and kind of like you said like the anxiety and kind of being on edge was like okay like this is actually not good because the temperatures aren't rising you mm-hmm. look at your well, phone what was it? it was it got down to single digits right it got yeah. down to like i think in my place one time it was like six degrees five six Jeez. degrees yeah. but it, it it you know you start looking at your phone you're seeing social media you're looking at the weather forecast and you're like okay you know wednesday we might get a little above freezing and then you you know the next day you wake up and it's, it's pushing it more and you're like mm-hmm. oh my god so I think Monday night is when it really hit me. I'm like, dude, this is actually, we might be stuck here for a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think, you know, I can't get my Jeep out of here. Um, mm-hmm. You know, then you start playing all these things in your head. Like, how much water do I have left? How much food do I have left? Like, you know, I've got a puppy. So I'm sitting there like, oh, God. Like, I got to, you know, make sure Ace still has food. Um, so it, it, it got crazy for a little bit. I feel like, you know, that first night and then going into that second day. But, yeah, yeah I mean. Yeah. Was, well, knowing that there's no... You look at you look at the, the the temperature forecast, and you're like, this isn't just gonna be a one night thing. This yeah, is gonna be like a two, three, four night thing with more temperature or more precipitation coming. Yeah, know? and I've lived yeah. in Michigan during like the snow vortex where it's like negative thirty something. Like, oh yeah, I've been around cold, and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, oh, you know, you. But you're up there, and every, the infrastructure's built for it. Mm-hmm. And then here, it's like, man, at one morning, I think I sent you the picture. I had ice on my sliding door. It was freezing in the inside of my apartment. It was all covered in a sheet of ice. Mm. I was like, "All right, well, you know, yeah, this, yeah, yeah, this is not good. <laughs> this ain't too good, baby. I don't know if we're gonna have power yeah. on here, here yeah. you know, anytime soon." Yeah. Um, but I'd love to know, like, when once you made it to Zach's, like, you know, how was that? Like the rest of the I mean, rest it was good. So we we had the honeymoon phase. Oh, yeah. I okay, love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I love hosting. <clears throat> you know, so I cook dinner every night and wow. you know cook yeah. some, oh, cook yeah. some good I food. Good shirtless. Yeah. Uh, of well, <laughs> we'll talk about that in the guy talk after our exactly. podcast. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay, that's exactly. late night exactly. podcast. Yeah, exactly. All right, I got yeah. you, got you, got you. But yeah, it was good. You know, the dogs um, had an interesting relationship. I have a like a 50, 60 pound pit bull. Grant has a 150 pound. 150? Yeah. 150, 150 pound uh, Great Dane. So they yeah. had an interesting relationship. Yeah. But Kingston's um, way tougher than Wrangler is, but obviously Wrangler's way bigger. So that's that made for a very interesting relationship. It's an interesting dynamic. <laughs> yeah. dynamic. It's an yeah. interesting dynamic. Yeah. But um, we made it work. And uh, yeah, so honeymoon phase, it was good. You know, we were just eating good, you know, hanging out, working, warm. working remotely, yeah. warm. And then. There was one day we were at the park, and so remember I told you that the two other buildings had their, yep. they lost water and whatnot, and we hear our fire alarm go off. Oh and, no! And we knew what that meant. Yeah. So we See, sprinted back. And... I don't know how you knew it was your building, cause cause we were we're a good what two hundred yards away maybe, mm-hmm. and I hear, I hear fire alarms go off, and I thought. Obviously, I don't know the area, but I'm like, oh, so someone's someone has a fire. I don't know. And but Zach immediately like cusses and he's like, no, and he starts <laughs> running. And I was like, wow, this is bad. Yeah, I was, I was like, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So I run in there and I just grab. There's water pouring in and kind of seeping underneath oh, our no. our patio door. So I run in, like I roll up the rug, 
grab every towel in the yeah. house and just throw it on the ground, got it under control. And I was like, okay, yeah, okay, this isn't bad. This yeah. is okay. And then, so I'm like, my heart rate's coming down a little bit. And then all of a sudden, water starts pouring out of the AC vent <laughs> in the middle of the room. And then I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and at, right when that when that's happening, obviously he's frantic, trying to like save the condo here. And and he says he says, Grant, grab that grab that thing over there. And I'm like, uh, thing, okay. I'm like I'm like okay. So I'm looking behind. I'm looking behind the sink. And he's like, no, uh, right here. And I'm like, uh, okay. And I'm like, I'm like panicking because I can't figure out what he's talking about. I need to grab. And I'm like I'm letting him down while the, while his condo's flooding. I, I I give you so much credit for. Well, I just had to go. Yeah. Okay, Grant. Because I would have flipped out this, on this me. one, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, you said you said Grant, turn around, face me. <laughs> you said right here in front of you. Like, okay, here you go, Zach. <laughs> you kept your Grant's cool, like, man. Climbing things, yeah. open the fridge, grabs a beer, cracks it, <laughs> yeah. looking around. I don't know how you didn't flip out on me, but that wow. uh, shows great, uh, you know, emotional intelligence. Oh, and there. Kingston, my dog, is whining in the background. Mm. Oh, while yeah. she's going. <laughs> so it's just it was one of those like really yeah, climactic mo- yeah. stressful yeah. moments yeah. but uh the damage wasn't initially we didn't think it was that bad then but we've had a water damage team come out and they had to rip open some of our walls mm. so we're mm-hmm. not we're not living there right now so we're oh, still wow. dealing with this right now um it's just the nature of it where, yeah. where are you living right now an airbnb like a half mile away wow a little staycation, you know? Thank yeah. goodness for homeowner's insurance. Yeah. If yeah. anybody out there is thinking about not carrying homeowner's insurance, you're making a bad mistake. Yep, that you and need to have... insurance. Yeah, big time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big time. Yeah, no doubt, man. I, I think to back up for me, when I when I got to your place, like like that, that sums up the week. But I remember one of the most powerful feelings I had that week was I got there and I was so grateful because luckily I have a four wheel drive Jeep and I got there like no problem. I see all these cars sliding all over the place. The whole drive there, I felt like it was like an apocalypse thing where I was like, oh. my eye was on the prize. I was like, I'm getting to Zach's at all costs right now because I knew how bad it was going to get at my place. And, uh, and I felt bad as man, maybe I should stop and try to help these people. And I was like, well, how am I going to do that? You know? Yep. And so it was truly like a survive at all costs thing to get to Zach's. I get there it's warm, water's on, TV's on. And all of a sudden, I start feeling like really guilty. I had like like that survivor's guilt, you mm. know? And I even told Zach, I told a few other people, I was like, I feel guilty even being here right now. So I actually felt a little better when we lost some utilities, you know? Now we're, now we're in the <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Wait, exactly. did, you do, did you do something? Did you cut a pipe or something? <laughs> yeah, 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 well, you were you, in the dog park. Yeah, he's out there sawing. We're going to make yeah. this real tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of like apocalypse, we left uh, on Tuesday... I think it was maybe it was Tuesday or Wednesday. Eric, I, I told Eric, I said, "Hey man, like I'm like running out of water and like snacks and food." Um, and I, he had ran to Target, and I mean, I had like a jar of peanut butter and just like a few other small things. So mm-hmm. I was like, "Man, like might be time to like venture out." And so we took his truck and got out of our complex, and we're going down South Lamar, and it looked like an apocalypse. Cars were stuck in the middle of South Lamar. Uh, cars were like wrapped around poles and like blown mm-hmm. out tires, and there's. But it was crazy. People were just walking everywhere, you know, searching for things. Yeah. And we found a gas station. And I will forever, like, as long as I live on South Lamar, we'll get gas from these guys. We'll buy snacks from these guys. They had no power. And it's the, I believe, the Shell station on the left going towards downtown. And I told Eric, I said, hey, whip in there. And thankfully, my mom had sent me a Valentine's Day card with $20 cash. And I never (laughs) have cash. So shout out to Cindy Huntington. Mama honey, Mama H for hooking it up because yeah. I walk in, I bought three giant bottles of water, and I get to the counter, I had that, some almonds, peanuts, and the guy was like, "All right, man, this will be you know twenty nine, whatever." And I was like, "Oh man, like let me start putting some stuff back. I'll have this twenty. He's like, "No," he's like, "We're good." He was like, 
twenty dollars is fine. Put it in a bag. And I was sitting there. I was like, this is incredible. These guys, you walk in. They were like, they had one guy who was like just welcome you, like greeting you and saying, hey, how you doing? Like we got you guys. Mm-hmm. Then they had two guys behind the register. Another guy bagging stuff. Like it was just this really cool atmosphere and like i was like man this is i wish i wish the world was like that every day yeah Yeah. because it was just really freaking sick and sweet to see like everyone kind of stepping up and doing their part because at that point everybody's in survival mode Mm -hmm. um it did make me laugh though because like i'm in line you know holding my bottles more guy behind me had like six mountain dews sour patch kids and i wanted to be (laughs) like i wanted to be like hey bro this thing ain't ending tomorrow dude i don't know if if your phone's dead or not but uh them Sour Patch Kids and Mountain Dews ain't gonna get you to Friday. Right, so like, right. But that, I mean, it, it was definitely very apocalypse-like. Apocalyptical? Yeah. Apocalypse? Yeah. What? Yeah. Whatever that word is. <laughs> we, know what you, we know what you're trying to yeah. say. Yeah, yeah, Sorry, I'm from Mississippi. Yeah. But, you know, it's tough. Yeah. No, that, that's so cool, though, like, to, to know that there are people out there. I mean, obviously, yeah. they're capitalists. They're running a business, right? But at the same time, like, they're, you know, capitalists with, with a conscious kind of thing, yeah. you know? And hey, it's I, I cash only, too. I yeah. like their style. Yeah, you know? right. You know what I mean? Any of that shit. <laughs> we got looted, you know, that's what I'm saying, after the whole thing. Insurance. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Very smart. Yeah, well, I think that is the, the beauty of, you know, sometimes tragic occurrences is is seeing the the altruistic nature of of humans really really shine you know like i want to give a shout out to austin mutual aid and the restaurant industry for the amazing things that they did you know giving out free meals um i got to volunteer with austin mutual aid um on tuesday they just they're taking calls from people whatever you need and then people are bringing donations and they're coordinating this whole thing probably a logistical nightmare but they're making it happen yeah and uh i mean it's just it's such a beautiful thing you know it literally like almost brought me to tears to just see um the amount of love and what they were what this organization was doing what what was the name of it again and can people still like volunteer or donate austin mutual aid Austin mutual aid look that up i've had people uh from outside of texas like sending i've got several dms and texts about hey what can i do where can i send money Mm -hmm. you know can do you guys need food all that stuff i mean my my buddy Danny in Chicago uh, offered to he started looking up like uh, if he could somehow ship in a, a water heater like wow. like because uh, you know like a remote water heater which I don't even know if that's a thing but he was like researching it and everything I'm like dude good people man yeah good people stepping mm-hmm. no, up so we all survived and yeah that's a beautiful thing you know we mm-hmm. survived now what did like I'd love to know what the both of you like learned from it like what do you feel like your 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 biggest takeaway was in moving forward. Um, you know, after the snowpocalypse of of Austin, Texas. For me, I think in, in stressful situations is just to check in with myself to like really check in and say, Hey, Zach, how are you doing? You know, my default is still uber positivity, toughness, um, which is good in certain, certain arenas and certain, maybe small blocks of time. But when you, when you string that out, I know from experience that it leads to bad things. So I would say that was a good reminder that, you know, it's important to just continually check in with myself. Like I was on a daily journal routine, like very, very consistent. And probably like day five, I fell off for a few days, you know? So that's what happens when you get in those, those uber stressed, um, mind states is you start to lose the habits, the good habits that you have. And it's the good habits that, that keep you moving forward. So I think that was the the biggest thing. Um, I'd say from a physical standpoint, just being a little bit more 
prepared, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think all of us probably feel that way a little bit. Just a little bit more yeah. prepared, you know? So I'll definitely be amping up on some supplies and whatnot. Yep. You know, oh, yeah. I'm not going to go, you know, world apocalypse. Full prepper. You know, dig. Well, doomsday prepper. Yeah, well, dig like a basement. <laughs> yeah, you well, if, you, if you need supplies, uh, I don't know if I told you this. This is hilarious. The day, like, I think it was Sunday or, or Monday. No, it was Sunday. I got a knock on the door. And there was this guy outside my door. He had a clipboard, and he was a super cool guy, and these long, cool dreadlocks. I went outside. I was like, what's up, man? And I, I was napping on the couch, and he was like, hey, I'm with uh, with Nestle. You know, we're selling water or whatever. And I was like, oh, sweet. So currently now in uh, in my living or my dining room, I have, like, what you would see, like, in someone's office with, like, the five-gallon jug oh, and, like, a yeah. little dispi- like, oh, yeah. dispenser. They're going to come pick it up at the end of the month, but I have four five-gallon jugs. So if any of you guys just want to come hang out, put an wow, arm on it. A water like, cooler. A little water cooler, baby. <laughs> yeah. I got one of those in my dining room right now. So you, you like, overcompensated. I yeah. did. I, I, it, <laughs> good for Nestle, though. Honestly, Capitalizing he, on Honestly, he was such a good salesman, too. And I just woke up from nap. He's like, 25 bucks, man. We'll drop off a, a 24, you know, rack of water. <laughs> we'll get you these four or five gallon jugs and this cool like dispenser and i was just like all right sick here's credit card let's do this and they showed up and all my neighbors were taking pictures of it sending me texts they're like hey man like you scared we're gonna lose yeah power. you got like, enough yeah, water right. they said my, my neighbors like bro it's 80 degrees you good i was like i was like, hey man i'm ready so ready for the next one yeah so if you guys you know want to come fill up your jugs later I yeah i'm in yeah. i'm in come on by <laughs> but anyway so sorry to interrupt no you... man I, I think i think from a physical logistical side like side definitely need to think more about uh, a different kind of prepping like i've always been the type you know I, I i love my guns and everything so i've always felt like physically like i would i would be able to protect myself mm-hmm. um if, if shit hit the fan i always thought you know in my mind the end of the world doomsday means like i better have my guns i better have some cash thank yeah. god i had some cash because that did come in handy but like i didn't need my guns you know during mm-hmm. this type of situation i was wildly underprepared for like for this type of thing i realized all of my my camping gear like your boy eric had the, all his camping gear with propane tanks and everything you need sleeping bags all of that is in my storage unit across town in a you know it's guarded by an electrical gate so i couldn't get into my storage unit you know so i realized like all the important things i need to have on me yep. and stocked up dog food i had like a, a half day's worth when this whole thing went down like so unprepared you know oh, I, I was saying i had to call a company and they they brought it in and then oh, really yeah my neighbor's actually able to grab some as well so like take care of ace because I, I started panicking i'm like oh my god 10 week you know 10 week old puppy no food like i'm a horrible like dog dad like i was like panicking in my head i'm like dude what a Excuse my French, like, what a piece of shit, Will. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, like, be better than this. He's, like, staring at me like, Dad, really? There's no scoops up? I'm like, no, man. Like, here's some peanut butter. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I felt so bad for Zach uh, because well, I felt bad for Zach's floor in the condo, I guess, because I ended up having to go to the gas station there, pay cash for a bag of shitty dog food that mm. was on the bottom shelf. You know, it's the probably 20 years yeah, old. Yeah, gas station name brand dog food. <laughs> and I felt even nice. worse giving it to Wrangler. I'm like, sorry, buddy, but this is all we got. <laughs> and, and he ends up, he eats it pukes it up and Zach Zach's like kind of weirded out and I'm like don't worry he'll, he'll eat it again and Rango does he, he pukes every time he pukes which is fairly often he eats it back up and he did but then Zach goes what to the dog champ. park with Kingston Wrangler proceeds to puke it up and eat it up three more times so it puked total of four times ate it a total of, yeah Bro, is that normal Probably not. Dogs, <laughs> dogs do that. Dogs are yeah. weird. They're wow. odd creatures. Dude, so by I, the fourth time, I was like, all right, you're done, man. I'm just cleaning this up. You, <laughs> you're a beast, dude. I freak out when Ace steps in his own shit. Like, I'm like, oh, my gosh. got to clean you up. I'm like, holding, he's wiggling. I'm like, wiping his feet off. Yeah, that's, wow, that's impressive. Yeah, yeah. Shout so out that to was, Wrangler. Yeah, shout out to Wrangler, man. He's, yeah, good for him. But, uh, no, I think, 
similar to you, I, I did not do a good job checking in. You know, I don't, I, I haven't been in the habit of journaling or really, actually over the past month or two, I've been in a pretty, uh, pretty bad routine as far as basically having no routine when it comes to self, self-care, self-love. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been really just, just grinding hard and, and neglecting myself. And that really showed itself this past week. And if I hadn't had you to lean on, um, I would have been in a tough spot. Because, you know, Saturday morning, my, my parents actually came to town. Uh, they were going to help me with my condo anyway. So they still, they kept their trip. But Saturday morning, I'm in the Jeep with them. I picked them up from their Airbnb. And I like, I was the most irritable. I was a jerk to them. I hadn't seen them in months, you know. And I'm an absolute jerk to them. I'm being short with them, snapping on them. And I was like, whoa. And I told them, I said, guys, I'm sorry. Like, I, I apparently went through a lot more, like, rough stuff this week than I realized. And I just suppressed it the whole week. Yep. And so, like, if you guys don't mind, go up to my condo, do whatever you got to do. I'm going to go for a drive and mm-hmm. just clear my head. Because, like you said, like, after after the week kind of settled, mm-hmm. you start, like, shaking. You're like, what's going on here? Like, for me, it was it was all these feelings that I had suppressed all week. You know, mm-hmm. to be in survival survival mode all of a sudden came out Saturday, and I was in a bad spot mentally. And uh, luckily, a good drive and some bubble tea and some donuts helped, you know, and just doing go. what I got to do to feel good on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. There you but, go. But, uh, yeah, so mine would be just – check in more you know yep. and that's i think that's good advice for anybody mm-hmm. and, I, and i'm very i'm proud i'm very like proud that you like took help from somebody because i know that's something that mm-hmm. you do struggle with like asking for help and, and and going you know when someone offers even saying yes and for the fact that grant and i have talked on a couple of our podcasts recently like grant has been searching for more of that f-u-n that fun in his yeah. life and i i know you brought that to him last so week much so, fun. so thank you for that because <laughs> like go. this guy needs it like you said he, he yep. hasn't he's been out of routine he, you know he mm-hmm. hasn't been doing his normal stuff and you know that's i think that's a, a big positive you should take yeah. away from last week is like yeah you you need to check in on yourself more but man you at least got to have some fun while going through a very traumatic stressful crazy ass snowstorm event yeah. here in texas and yeah. uh, you know i think that's really cool it was awesome. Yeah, and you allowed yourself to receive help. You also mm-hmm. gave me an opportunity to be of service. Yeah. Which, yeah. it helps us both. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I think that definitely, I think I would have been even crazier if I was just sitting there by myself. Oh, dude, I'd have. <laughs> yeah. My yeah. girlfriend yeah. was stuck on the opposite side of town, so I would have just been yeah. sitting there by right. myself. Yeah, you know, it took a lot for me every morning. I say there were like three <laughs> nights. Oh, dude, we did. I got oh, oh, ice cream. at oh, the gas on. station. I got some. So to this regular stuff, Oreos, which as far as I'm concerned, can go to hell. Uh, there's double stuff, which I always get. And I, I preach that double stuff. Too double, much cream. Double stuff Too or bust. Too much cream. No, dude, I got me- I think oh, it's no, mega I had, stuff. I had a traumatic experience in high school with the double stuff Oreos. You remember my comedy yes. show. So we could, we could just leave that out. But I bought at, at that gas station with the shitty dog food on the top shelf was mega stuff Oreos. Which Ooh, probably, okay. had, I would say it's like somewhere between like three and four stuff. And if I had to guess, and wow. Zach got in on one of those, I think. And yeah, you, no, you, it was the chocolate covered nutter butter. Oh, that one, was I also bought See, those. I didn't even I, know there was chocolate yeah. covered nutter butter. I bought out at the gas station. Wow. Yeah, I was, but yeah, right. I was we did eating gluten free bread with, with <laughs> we peanut were butter. Was good, disgusting. Man. We were living. He was. He had his Instapot or Insta Air Fryer, and oh, we were eating wow. good, man. Yeah. Wow. And I appreciate you for doing all that. Yeah. Dinner on me next. There we go. There yep. we go. Yep. I can tell you this. I I'm sure we all heard it growing up. Like you know, be grateful. Like you should. Hey, you need to be grateful for this. You need to be grateful for this. I think coming out of last week, like, you know, I now have a whole new like look on that that term. You know, being grateful. That that, that saying. I mean, because like there were times where I was like in panic mode or I'm like had all this anxiety or stress and it's freezing. I got this dog. I've got, you know, running low on food. But at the end of the day, like I got through the week, I made it. Mm -hmm. 
you know, I finally got to have a hot shower on Friday for the first time in like five days. Um, just got hot water like two days ago. And, you know, and I found myself the other day, I was like, I was like bitching and playing, man, I don't have any hot water. I don't have any hot water. And like in my, and I, I finally like laughed out loud in my apartment. I was like, well, I was like, dude, shut up. Like you have water. Like mm-hmm. yep. that's, that's probably more than a lot of people in Texas have right now, especially like people's homes were destroyed. People, you know, were or stranded. Like people, people died. Like, people died from this. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and I, you know, I'm over here complaining that, you know, oh, I've only got cold water. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Get my ass in there and get a cold shower. Like shut up. And so. Mm-hmm. I, I think walking away from this, like I'm definitely gonna, you know, gonna be more grateful for like the little things and, and, you know, the silver lining out of it all. And, you know, me, I'm a big guy trying to find like positives and a lot of negative things that happen in our lives is dude, I got to meet so many neighbors last week yeah. mm-hmm. and it was so cool at night. Everybody's walking from car to car. Like, Hey man, what you sipping on? You got, you want a glass of red wine? You want this? <laughs> like Ace drank some uh, whiskey, which was, <laughs> dude, this was crazy. Why are you giving, no, no, no. Yeah. This is wild. You, you will love this. So I'm sitting there, I'm having a little glass of Woodford Reserve and I don't have much left. Like I literally had like this much left in the bottle, pour myself some and Eric some. And I take a sip, Ace on my lap right here and I sit it down. Dude, he just all of a sudden goes and just freaking dives head first into it he probably fits whole in head, that yeah, whole head in it and he's like <laughs> i'm like oh no and i yank him out of it and he turns and looks at me and licks me and he just reeks of bourbon and whiskey and I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like oh god oh no so i immediately give him like a handful of food like pour him a little bowl of water well like 35 minutes goes by he's fine all of a sudden he's like a freaking pterodactyl i'm like dude this and he was mean drunk i'm talking like wow. like his eyes were popping out of his head he's like running around the house like it's like 40 degrees inside my apartment he's freaking flying around <laughs> he lasted for about 15 minutes and then slept for like eight hours i was like all right well sounds about right like little man got a little tipsy yep. uh sounds all like again. you on whiskey yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. like his pappy yeah, that's just right. like his dad that's right. that's right but uh the good news is we survived you know? yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i think before we transition to maybe some questions here uh from yeah. from the uh the the guy talk community um i think you know we always talk about checking on your boys checking on your crew you know mm-hmm. um more on the mental health side of things but i was so grateful for the people who who checked in on me both out of state and in state you know people just just offering to help i mean you obviously offering uh, in a big way to to check in but just random texts i was getting from people mm-hmm. like that meant a ton and man it would be really cool if we could keep that kind of trend going even past snow apocalypse oh 100 100 we need more guy time and i know you recently reached out to me like guy time like we i think too like coming out of it like i appreciated getting to hang out with some other dudes in my apartment and other people and like i think that some you know we don't need to take for granted anymore is that we need to yeah. make sure we're all getting together more often and, and mm-hmm. seeing each other and taking yeah. care of each other well and and quality time too i mean i think the time that grant and i spent together was some of like the deepest connecting that we yeah, have done as men for sure where we were i mean he was we were talking about all sorts of things you know my past you know my addiction um we even talked about race yeah um we were having like some some really deep conversation you know and i think that that's so important you know because sometimes when there's all these distractions it can be that can be that can take a second seat to it yeah you know yeah. so I, I think it's important to just Make time for those, yeah. those sort of connections and those. Yep. Sit there with your boys on a small little couch, eat a pint of Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. I think wow. that's what we had, right? Yeah. And uh, we each yeah. had our own and talk. Pints. Yeah, Ooh, he, he came back. That's, yeah, that's really. And we cute. talked about deep stuff, man. And yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for those conversations. Mm-hmm. Those were some of the coolest that. conversations we've ever had. Yeah, I was. Sure. I wrote in my journal. I was like, damn, I'm like, like way closer to Grant now. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. And that's yeah. just. And it's a. It's a good week. You know, like yeah. you. You. You know. 
you that's that silver lining you know you you, you go through all this crazy shit and then like something like that happens mm-hmm. and then, like a, a deeper friendship blossomed out of it which is super badass yep. so mm-hmm. yep love you both for that yeah love um, you too, man well let's dive in to some questions we pulled these from let's instagram i like thank you guys for submitting these by the way it's yeah, always yeah, yeah. fun yeah, this is really cool, and uh, you know, I, I think I, I'll be able to read these a little bit better because the last one I, I caught a little shit because I tried to read it, but it was Grant's handwriting. He has the handwriting of a no, third grader. Eyes. No, 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 no. dude's got the handwriting of a third grader. Who's I blind. told you I was writing on my thighs, and they're a little soft nowadays. Yeah, I have to do my leg, The third grader's also blind in like both eyes for sure, <laughs> and doesn't know how to write. But uh, anyway, uh, this one comes from our boy Chris Gray. I like this one a lot because I think it'll it'll resonate with all of us. But how do you refrain? So from socially comparing yourself to others, houses, marriage, having kids and stuff. So that's, I think that's a really cool question for the fact that, that you know, we're we're in our late 20s. Well, I'm in my late 20s. You, you two old dudes are there in your 30s, 30s now. Baby. 30 mm-hmm. club. Wow. Yep. Oh, yep. The question was, how do you refrain? Yeah. How do you refrain from socially comparing yourself to others yep. that are in and, like that, you know, maybe own a house already or, or mm-hmm. having kids and they're getting married? I want. I'll give. I'll let you go first. But uh, real, real quick, uh, Chris Gray. It was Chris Gray. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's one of our newer members from the Boston area, mm. and so we're we're getting a, a good sized group of people in the Boston area jumping in here. But Chris is, he, he's just a cool dude. Man. Yeah. And, you know, he, he was one of the guys talking shit to you about how you need to get glasses after the last. Yeah, episode. yeah, yeah. Oh, it was right. you, huh, Chris? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm surprised you're reading right. this first. Oh, well, Chris. <laughs> moving we'll be on. Years. <laughs> moving on. Next question. Just kidding. Uh, so great ahead, question. Man. So how do I refrain? Well. It's tough. I, I will say that it's tough. You know, in, in the day and age of social media where you can see everyone's highlight reel is quickly accessible and you can oh, yeah. just see how awesome and yeah. their life is, um, it can be very easy to, to compare yourself to others. Yep. Um, I know from experience that it leads to suffering and it's not fair to yourself. It's not fair to others to compare yourselves to them. Um, a word that comes to mind is the word should, you know. And, you know, I should be doing this. I, I should be doing that. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, and, yeah, should is a box. And if you're outside of that box, you're going to feel shitty, you know. So I think it's important to, to honor where you're at and to be present to the life that you have. Because you can still get the life that you want, but just thinking that you're a piece of shit because you're not where you think you should be is not going to get you there any quicker. Yeah. You know, it's it's assessing where you're at and and continuing to take those those small steps. Um, so I think for me personally, um, the, the journaling helps a lot because I want to get in the habit of saying good things to myself. Yeah. And um, yeah, real quick, would you mind? I mean, you shared with me. Hopefully it's it's a cool like the prompts. Yeah, I wrote down those prompts, and I've, I've been using those. Can you share those? I think some people. Might yeah. Find so them. my my journal flow and I I've. I think it's important for everyone to create their own flow, whatever works for them. But for me personally, what I do is um, I first write down highlight of my day. What was the best thing that happened today? Uh, the second thing is what's uh, something that I could have done better. Yeah. Um, I don't spend a lot of time on that portion. I'm not trying to beat myself up, but um, I want to improve every single day, a little yep. bit every single day. Uh, I write down who I was of service to. Um, I, di- I do a small summary of my day. Uh, then I write down three things that I was I'm grateful for, uh, three people, places, things that I pray for, and then uh, three positive affirmations. Wow! About yourself, yeah. About That's myself, so cool. That's powerful. Um, yeah, and it's not. So cool. I'm not trying to become Kanye West, like you know, 
Yeah. You know, I, I want <laughs> to remain. Amazing. Yeah, I want to <laughs> remain humble, but yeah. you know, I think being critical of yourself is is common for men, and we we do it in silence. Yep. And I don't think that it's it's not fruitful. You know, I think you can be critical of yourself, but there, if if you're gonna critique, then what's what's the next action? What are you gonna do about it? But if you're just gonna critique, critique, and critique, it's it's not gonna do anything. You yep. know, so I, I like to think of it too. It's like what if someone was was talking shit to you? You know, like someone we didn't know and was just like hating on you. Like, oh, Will, you're terrible. Your job, he's not gonna. What would you do? You'd you'd stop that person. Yeah. So it's it's trying to build that habit in yourself when when that inner critique starts mm -hmm. speaking up and it's not being fruitful, it's not providing solution or actionable items, it's stopping that. Yeah. Yeah. I, man, love, I, that. I love that. Yeah. yeah that it's... inner critic, man. It's, yeah, it's powerful. I think the only thing I would add to that, I mean, obviously staying off social media, you know, I used to be in 2019, I tried, I was trying really hard to become like an influencer, you know, mm -hmm. and thank God ever since then I, I've stepped way back and, and spent way less time on Instagram. I delete it for like a month or so at a time often. Mm -hmm. And because it's, it's not healthy for me, I always feel like shit after I scroll. Mm -hmm. So that's one for sure. But something I adopted years ago, um, probably my mid twenties, was I would catch myself like seeing other guys have things or do things or whatever, or I'd hear buddies be like, oh, did you see, you know, Will got a, a you know, whatever, new job, you know, making a ton of money, whatever. And I used to get like pissed off and I'd notice that in myself. And so I forced myself that I still maybe feel that, that's my, my initial gut reaction is getting jealous. But then I say out loud or to myself, good for them. Hey, good for them. Good for Will, yeah. man. Good for Will. And all of a sudden like that totally takes the pressure off myself. It puts good energy back out there. Like, hey, dude, good for you. You got a great job now. Good for you, you know? And then it kind of gives me the freedom to be like, you know what? That's that's his lane. I'm in my yeah. lane, you know? So good for Will. Good for Zach, mm -hmm. you know? And, and then when good things happen to me, good for Grant, you know? It's all good. Yeah. And I, I love that because I, I, I'll do that to myself sometimes too. I'll like see something either on social media or just like being a, you know, in a social group and hear some things. Like someone's doing something. I'm like, damn, man. Like, I should be doing that or why why am I why am I not to that point yet in my life and mm -hmm. you know I've gotten to the point now where I just tell myself like you know what like everyone has their their path they're taking and you know whether it's you know finding someone that's getting married because I know you know like right now a lot of people our age are you know looking for marriage and they're really searching for it and that's just not the way that you, that you that should happen and I've you know I've taught myself over the years like hey you know what it's going to happen one day like that right person will walk into my life and mm -hmm. you know and everything will be grand or slide but to those DMs or slide <laughs> to those DMs what up but mm -hmm. uh you know I I've just gotten to the point now where I just tell myself like hey will like just take one day at a time and mm -hmm. like everyone has their own lane everyone has their own path to take and when those things come up that's when you know you attack those and and go for it but until then just like keep doing you like like you said good self talk it, it's mm -hmm. not you know, you're not trying to be the next Kanye West in the world, but I, I'm a true believer in like, you know, telling yourself like, Hey, like, let's go. You got this. Like, you're going to have a great day today. Or like, Hey, good job. Like, you know, mm -hmm. if, if I close a deal, I'm like, man, I'm proud of myself. Like mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be a cocky thing or anything like that, but mm -hmm. you, I think you should be proud mm -hmm. of something that you accomplish or something that you did really well today. And I think that's really awesome that you journal that. Yeah. But, so, and you, you said that right too, celebrating your own victories yeah, because it's like, celebrate them. like I celebrated the sale of your condo. That's yeah. great. I got yeah. to help my buddy. Yep. I'm not, I didn't sell a $5 million house. I'm not comparing myself to some luxury realtor. Yeah. No. There's only 4 million. My condo's only 4 million. <laughs> hey, but, yeah. hey, no, but it's like celebrating your own victories, yeah. you know, yeah. and it's not, 
it, it's not fair to compare it to someone else. No. You know, and it's only going to lead to suffering. Yep. yep. And even if it's small wins, you got to celebrate the small wins too. And mm -hmm. I, I, I'm with you on that, man. I think that's that's key to mint like having good mental health as well, especially as as a as a male. And we know like all of us grew up playing sports, and you know, rub dirt on it, or like, yeah. hey, don't don't you yep. know don't talk about this or like, Hey, like you could be better. You could do this better. It's like, man, like there needs to be a lot more like, you know, especially nowadays that like, coaches like, Hey, like, yeah, dude, you did a great job. Like, you know, maybe you didn't win the game, but you did, you know, you did these couple things right and help people, you know, help, help guys understand like, Hey dude, it's cool to like celebrate just small things as well. Mm -hmm, and, yeah. and, and giving that self-love looking, you're being able to look yourself in the mirror every morning and say, Hey, like today's gonna be a great day. Like I'm going to go out and kick ass, take names. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that's a, it's a good question from yeah. from our boy yeah. Chris. Great Chris. question. Yep. Great yep. question. Chris, come on down to Austin sometime. That's we're gonna try to recruit you down here. I like it. Do we wanna do we wanna run with one yeah, more? Let's get one more. Yeah, we, we got, got time. We can more. do yep. one more. Let's see. Ooh, let's do. This is a good one. All right, and and it we can we can make it. This is a really good one. Okay, this one is from. Up, man. Oh man! Director so we got we had, over there. We, had, we had Chris Gray. This is from a Kyle Gray ninety seven. Oh yeah, another guy talk member. Okay, let's Michigan. go. A Michigan boy? Yeah, Michigan oh, boy. Shout out to the Michigan. Um, let's go. Here it is. What is your biggest positive takeaway from your darkest moment? Ooh. Mm. That's a that's a it's a pretty deep one. That is. Um, but I think we can we can dive into that. Uh yeah. I'll, I'll take I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Take this the biggest us. positive from my darkest moment. Um <clears throat> Make sure you. I know there's that other podcast we did, but this is probably the time to share. Yeah. So story. my my darkest moment was my battle with drugs and alcohol. Was you know I was in deep depression, uh, a very in a very apathetic state, addicted to drugs and alcohol, and uh, comparing myself to others a lot and feeling really shitty all the time. Uh, so that was my darkest moment. And I would say this, I guess the light and all that is the perspective that it's given me. So my, you know, my best day then doesn't even come close to my worst day now. Yeah. So I, I, I don't think it's really possible for me to have uh, that bad of a day based on where I came from. So it's, it's, it's the perspective that's, you know, such a blessing. So I'd, I'd say that's the biggest thing for me. Man, I love that's that, man. Yeah, that's cool. And, yeah, and I, like Grant said, it, it, guys, if you listeners out there, if you haven't listened to the podcast episode, you know, we'll we'll make sure we throw that on Instagram yeah. this week so people yep. can kind of catch up. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's dude, your story is super powerful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and to to sit here with you today and call you one of my best friends and just like <laughs> the man you are today, man, and and what you went through is incredible because not a lot of people dig themselves out of that. Like, no, not yeah. a lot of people do. Um, no. And, and, and I learned, I learned even more, like, like kind of the colored details behind the whole thing this the past week with you mm -hmm. again because we had that quality time together. Mm -hmm. And I, I thought your story was just like mind blowing before, but then after hearing some of the additional like family dynamics and everything else you you went through, I was like, whoa, dude! Like mm -hmm. you're a strong dude, and I'm glad you're here, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah, big time. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing is to it. It gives me fuel too because I know, I know there's nothing that I can't get through yep there's nothing that i can't get through nothing without harder than that you mean? no it would, yeah. yeah without just the like, chipping away very slowly and surely you know because it wasn't like my life magically changed overnight and i've said this a million times it's 
the small little things over and over and over again. So I, yeah. it's the formula for change. Yep. Yeah. You know, and that's that's what it's given me. So it's like anytime a problem or adversity strikes, you know, this my knee getting busted again. Uh, I know it, it can be overcome. Yep. It's amazing, yeah. dude. Love it's that amazing. Man. What about you, G? Um, I think mine, so my lowest point was definitely end of January 2019, right before my 28th birthday, when, you know, most people know, like, my depression turned into suicidal thoughts and almost took my life. And I, at that point, I remember feeling just so hopeless, like, there's no way, there's no way forward, there's no path forward that my life feels good again. You know, I was, I was exploring, what if I did this, what if I did that? And it just, nothing felt like, like, there was, there was no light at the end of the tunnel in my eyes back then. I'm so glad that I got through that because now I, I have so much better like vision when it comes to seeing those paths forward. You know, like what I still get stressed. I still get down. But now I can at least see that, hey, dude, you always have options. There's always multiple paths forward, you know. And even if you can't see those, I think probably my, my, my greatest takeaway from that low point is realizing that things will get better. Just give it time. You just got to ride the wave sometimes. Yeah. Like there are times when I, I try to fix meet myself feeling down. I'm like, oh, I'm so down today. How do I fix this? A lot of times I realize like I can't like like or maybe I just won't today you know mm -hmm. but tomorrow's gonna be a better day yep so just having some patience with myself to just find that path forward and then and then some one day I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna feel better you know mm -hmm. and so giving myself the 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 time the space and the patience to just let life get better um you know and I hope our listeners who are going through a hard time feel that way too that you know what ride it out reach out to somebody talk to somebody mm -hmm. you know just keep yep. going and add a little F you in. Yeah. Life. When you're having those yes. moments, seriously, put in that sweat equity or, yep. Yep. or just go have some fun. Like, you know, like you said, reach out to a friend, but go go do something fun. Yep. Um, and yeah, so. I think that's another big point, too, is that an, an, another takeaway from the darkness where I, you know, felt like the same feeling that you're mm -hmm. describing, where I felt super alone. Um, I felt like Tom Hanks on the island with the little... Wilson. 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 <laughs> yeah, I didn't even have Wilson though, man. That's how dark it was. I didn't have Wilson. Yeah. I was That's looking dark. for a Wilson. Yeah. But the thing is, is, I felt so alone, but there were so many people that would have helped me if I had asked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now I know if I'm struggling, Ask. I'm not alone. I'm nope. never yep. alone. No matter what I'm struggling with, there's someone else that has, is or has been through the same thing. Yep. yep. I love it, man. I love it. What about you, Will? Man, I would say... I think my probably darkest and just craziest moment was going through all that stuff with my family mm -hmm. um, and being able to go through that and still juggle finishing up my senior year of college and playing tennis and, um, you know, being a thousand miles away from home. I feel like coming out of it, though, it made me such a it, it gave me perspective, of like how I want to treat others and how I want to treat my family one day. And like the kind of man and, and, you know, father, hopefully father one day that I want to be. And so it took me a little while to kind of, to dig out of that. But I was like, you know what? Hey, like, you know, thank you. Like when I went through that stuff, like my biggest thing I kept saying to myself was like, you know, thank you. Thank you. You know, thank you to this person. Um, mm -hmm. I can't say their name on here cause we had a little, <laughs> little issue, but yeah. like, just, you know, thank you for, for putting me through this. Thank you for, you know, challenging me with this challenge because like you know what i kicked your ass and i i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna dig out of this mentally and be a much stronger human being and so you know i i'm very i'm very thankful for that dark low moment um it was not fun for sure and a lot of things we went through as a family were not fun at all but uh coming out of it you know what i, I was like you know what i leveled up for sure mm -hmm. yeah and um i feel like that was probably like my biggest takeaway and, and you know and positive positive outcome from that situation so i give you so much credit because that that's two weeks in a row now where you've 
we reflect reflected on people or, or persons that have, that have hurt you deeply. You know, last week it was about bullying and the bullies in high school, and then this week, who you're referencing, obviously that podcast has been taken down since. But you're, I give you a lot of credit for being able to look back at those people and say thank you and actually mean it because yeah. I, I don't know if I have the strength right now to do that to some people that really hurt me. So I give you a ton of credit, man. Well, that's appreciate really cool. it. Yeah, because yeah, at that's the end, end of the day, deal. like yeah, I am sincerely thankful for those people mm -hmm. whether it was you know for all the the, the hatred the, the mean the harmful things like very thankful yeah. and well, it shows that you're you're really secure in who you are now you know yeah. to be able to say hey i'm great now you know or you know i'm good now you know and and thank you for what you put me through yeah and, and, and listeners out there i mean that's not something that happens overnight i mean it's definitely taken me a nice long time but i mean i i, I appreciate that i can i can agree i feel at this point, like, you know what? Hey, like, thanks. Like, it was a blessing. I, I try to look at all those things as, you know, any any traumatic experience I've gone through, I'm like, you know what? Hey, looking back at it, like, that was a big blessing. Like, yeah. and, and if you're able to switch your mindset to that and be able to change those horrible outcomes, like, dude, that was a blessing. Like, blowing your knee out probably wasn't a blessing at first, but now looking back, maybe it was because maybe it, it steered you in a different lane, you know, and changed oh, a couple things. Exactly. It, it forced me to slow down. It forced yeah. me to so. switch brokerages because I've been talking about it for so long, yep. but I couldn't move. So what else was I yeah, going to do? Right. You know, time. so what do they call it? Post-traumatic uh, growth. Yep. Ooh. Well, let's do this. I got an idea here. Oh, here, it's I, our, I hate when it's, Will has idea. It's, it's, I hate and love when Will has it's ideas. Our, it's our first podcast, bringing on somebody on yeah. here. Um, and, you know, we are wrapping up in time. And Zach is Mr. Positivity. He, yep. he did 365 days of backflips. He taught self-taught, right? Self-taught mm -hmm. backflips, which was sick. Flipping mm -hmm. positivity. Um, that was yes. nice. I think it would be really, really, really cool to end this podcast with, with you. a backflip. I'm not, <laughs> yeah, not, not in the studio, no, no backflip. But I think it'd be really cool for you to like to leave leave us and lead us out of this podcast with just some really just motivational, positive, oh, just yes. just I mean, just freaking bring it from the heart. I mean, you're about to rip through that shirt anyway because you've been hitting Ooh. chest day every day. Um, I, I asked permission if I can feel first. <laughs> let's go, let's go. But I think it'd be fun to have you just kind of send us off. Yeah, man. And speak speak to our listeners who I would say, I don't know, probably guys, but, but we, we tend to speak to the guy talk community. So, yeah. so mm -hmm. mostly guys, um, a lot of guys are probably going through some shit, you know, yeah. uh, what, what would you want to tell those guys? Yeah. So the biggest thing, and I'm just going to freestyle this yeah, off the top absolutely. of the dome, uh, the biggest thing, and I would invite you to do is to eliminate negative self-talk, eliminate negative self-talk and eliminate shame, you know, shame is saying to yourself, I'm I'm a bad person, you know. As someone who's well experienced living in that realm, it is not going to do anything for you. It is not going to take you any closer to your goals. So whatever you did in the past, let it go. Yep. You know? Uh negative self-talk. So back to negative self-talk. It is not going to bring you forward. It is only going to bring you down. They say that negativity is seven times more powerful. Like when you speak something out loud that's negative about yourself, it is seven times more powerful um, than a neutral statement or a positive statement. Wow. Damn. So if you if you can do anything, maybe not be uber positive, you know, don't you don't have to be like me. Um, <laughs> but just try your best to avoid negativity, you yep. know? Um I spoke about it on my Instagram the other day. This is kind of a physical example, 
um, where, you know, a limit where I have, I have to coach myself through this too. Yep. Like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not talking to you guys. Like I have some magical formula. I still on a daily basis have to coach myself through and catch myself when I'm in this negative self-talk, uh, range. So the other day I texted my friend CJ and I told him I was going to run a uh, sub six minute mile, which would have been my fastest mile time since my surgery. And I had trouble sleeping that night. And I woke up in the morning and I was tired. And, and then these thoughts started kicking. I started saying, oh, man, I'm tired. I'm not prepared for this. I don't think I can do this. And I, I literally said out loud enough. I don't, I don't have time for this. I do not have time for negative self-talk. Yep. The only thing I had control over in that moment was to show up to give my best and, and see what happens. And I showed up. My friend CJ paced me five minute 50 mile boom let's go yeah so you know the the biggest takeaway you know um yeah eliminate that negative self-talk yep you know whether you're showing up for a date a job interview whatever uh just show up give your best and honestly i think you'll be surprised what happens cheers to that dude cheers to that hey Hey. thank you for being here brother (laughs) uh you know we 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 love having uh not only our our friends on this but community members got that community members on this thing um and uh, i couldn't be more grateful for you especially uh, for look at this i love uh, there we go a little little full screen uh side hug of this guy i couldn't be more appreciative and grateful for you in my life, I mean, I was—I've always felt that way about you, but after last week and the the you know dramatics of last week, dude, so grateful for you. Uh, you're such a blessing to this world, man. So keep doing what you do, oh, man. Thank you, thank you, and yeah. I love what you guys are doing and the community that you're building. And um, I hope more and more men continue to connect on this deeper level. And we have each other's back. We're we're here yeah, for we each other. Oh, we're in yeah. we're in this together. What, yep. You know. One of my favorite quotes, and I ended with little Snoop. Uh, <laughs> R.I.P. Is he? Uh, he dropped a line. And said, "I got your I got your back more than your motherfucking spine do." Boom. And I freaking <laughs> love that. And that's how I feel about you boys. And sorry, Mama, for dropping that word out there. But we can beep it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, dude, this is a wrap. I think uh, I think we crushed it on a Friday night, man. Zach, yep. thanks for coming in. You know, I hear Zach's stomach growling over here. He says, Let's get him hungry. some pizza or yeah, something. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Cheers, That's boys. Cheers. See you next time. Love Cheers, you, boys. Y'all. Love you too. Later. Thanks, guys. Boom.